1: Hour two of the show on this Wednesday morning, August 23rd. The sun is up 10 days away now from a Sooner kickoff. Toby and TJ back with you here on The Ref. Thank you for tuning in all over the world. We see you today. Whether you're listening to us on one of our many affiliates across the state of Oklahoma, the Mothership 1400 AM in Norman, or around the world on The Ref app, we appreciate it. It's a big hour. We got Chris Stewart from Alabama coming up next segment to tell us more about our third-ranked team in the countdown, the Alabama Crimson Tide. Who's going to be the starting quarterback for Bama when they take on Middle Tennessee in the season opener in 10 days? 7.35 this morning. TJ, are you nervous?
2: Am I nervous over the pimento cheese? Yes. Um... I don't think nervous is the right word. I'm hoping that I don't, like, gag on air. Mm -hmm. Um, I did... It would be good radio if you did. I did go purchase it yesterday, put it in the fridge. My wife got home from work, and she said... uh, She opened the fridge to start getting her stuff ready for work today, and she said, why is there pimento cheese in our refrigerator? (laughs) And I said, I'm going to eat it on air tomorrow. I haven't (laughs) had it in, like, 40 years. She goes, that's disgusting, Oh, she oh. Goes, isn't that cute? Your she, wife hates
1: pimento cheese. Too. She
2: said, uh, "I had it not too long ago. I don't remember why." She said she had it, uh, or if she even said, but she said she. She goes, and it's still gross. Mm. And I said, "Well, it might be, but we've been talking about it." She goes, "I know. I've heard you talking about it. Mm-hmm. I don't even think she liked it the being whole in our world's refrigerator." Talking about it. I don't, I don't Everywhere
1: even... <laughs> I go, people give me their opinion on pimento cheese. <laughs>
2: And they, they are adamant. They either love it or hate it. There is no in-between. <laughs> there is no in-between with it. No, there is not. Um, I was talking with someone yesterday. They were asking me about the salmon and fishing. It was a lumber lady. And she goes, uh, she loves fishing. Now obviously, Bronx that she goes, fishing, there's no in-between. You either love it or you hate it. <laughs> so same thing with the pimento cheese. So I'm not nervous. Now, I just, you... I don't, uh, like even looking at it yesterday when I was purchasing it, I'm like, ah. Everyone suggested the Crest brand. I'll go with it, but it looks gross. And that seems to be
1: kind of the hang-up for you. A lot of it is looks and texture, it seems. So, uh, But you have sworn to us that if you like it, you'll admit you like it. Oh, You're going to yeah. give us an
2: honest evaluation there's a of part the of me, cheese. There's a part of me turning the age that I'll turn next week, going into that phase of my life that kind of hopes that the Ritz Cracker, I bought Ritz Crackers to go with it is what I'm going with here. It's not yeah, on a it's the right thing. That's the right way to go. Uh, that it hits me just right, and I say, man, this is something I might ride out the rest of my life as a snack or a, you know, a light lunch or whatever it might be. So there's a part of me uh, that that's hoping that. So, uh, yeah, I'll Listen, be completely honest. I'll be completely honest. Forty years ago, T.J. Perry would fist fight
1: in the front yard for ten hours. He had subwoofers know, a, in the back of
2: his car. Forty years ago, but yeah, he was around town here.
1: listening to hip hop music and uh, stay up all hours of the night. But fifty-year-old T.J. Perry goes to bed at nine o'clock. He uses a CPAP machine, and who knows? Maybe now likes pimento cheese.
2: Guess what I got in the mail yesterday?
1: I hope it has to do with your CPAP machine.
2: It is not. Uh, uh it was a A-A-R-P? welcome to the 50s club from aarp sign up for just 16 dollars a year and i did a deep dive into what discount <laughs> i could get and said uh i don't think it's worth it the 16 dollars a year i did open it up yeah so
1: i'm not gonna say who this is but someone in my life has recently turned that age
2: someone near and dear to me yes I say who it
1: is yeah i'm with but you but an envelope also came from that organization with their name on it lately. And I was told, throw it in the trash immediately. I was like, you don't want to look at it? And and this
2: person, I won't say who it is, said, throw it in the trash. I said, all right. I couldn't wait to open it because I honestly thought the discounts were a little better than they are. And I was like, mm, kind of disappointed. But yeah, I was tearing into that thing. I'm
1: with you, man. I mean, there's got to be a reward for getting as old as we are. So let's let them start piling up, man. When does when does furs open for dinner? I'm ready. Okay. uh, one other thing. And then I want to read some text messages, tease, because you've been ignoring the text line this morning.
2: Yeah, I have. Yeah, Uh,
1: I did want you to know, because I know there's been a lot of worry around the office about my relationship with Drake. Uh, I have reached out and apologized to Drake for calling him the short guy in the gray shirt <laughs> the,
2: the little guy in the gray shirt
1: and he has said anyway that he that I am forgiven and that we can move on so I just wanted everybody to know that I think
2: I, I think things are okay again you know Drake's been gone since that day nobody's seen him since right has not been here, so. Well, um, he's back now because he, we got he's got the dinner tonight to get his gear. Uh, I or guess he's, he's be back. back. I guess he is. I don't know how long he was gone this week. I just know I saw what he was doing one night out at Red Rocks, and it's something that I love and, and a venue that I want to go to. Return of the Jedi. But even I was like nerd. Oh so. come on, that, you would be, you would be there for that. I <laughs> said it. It's something I would do. Great venue. A movie I love, but when I saw him post that, that's where he was with friends on vacation. I'm like, you nerd. Well, I just want to say publicly, I've apologized to
1: him, but I would publicly like to say I am sorry for saying, for calling Drake the little guy in the gray shirt in front of everyone at the SSP (laughs) event the other night.
2: He he will forever be the little guy in the gray shirt uh, with the Brady shirt. I shouldn't have done that. I shouldn't have done that.
1: That was uh, wrong of me. I Also, if Drake is listening, want to let him know, we get our gear tonight. I'm not sure that your shoes are in yet. They had to order them from the kids' section of the Jordan. Oh, no. And I don't know if they got in yet or not. So, hopefully, fingers crossed, we'll have Drake's shoes tonight. But I'm not sure. We'll see. Okay, Teach, what are they saying on the text line?
2: Let's see here. Knipple Chevrolet text line. Uh... Skip got him another one. OU legacy this time. Uh, he did. Dylan Bouchelle out of Arlington, Texas, a uh, right-hand pitcher, third baseman. Now, is this another offspring of Steve? Or does he have a kid old enough that this is a grandkid? This is, I asked last night, this is Garrett's cousin. Okay, a cousin. Okay, because so I started looking I into Steve and I couldn't find him listed as a son, so I, I thought it was... Related some other way. So, okay. So, cousin. Well, you know, Shane's in there somewhere. Shane and Tanner. Garrett's in there.
1: Mm-hmm. And then this kid. I, I was told this kid is a cousin. There's quite an age difference, though. But that I was fine. I mean, I got a cousin that's significantly older
2: than me. So, I was told this is Garrett's cousin. So, it's a part of the tree, yeah. Part of the tree. Uh, 6'3", 180-pounder. I'm assuming uh, when you talked, being recruited as a pitcher, or is he going to be looked at his third baseman or perhaps you know, I both. I,
1: I didn't I didn't ask that. I don't I don't know. I, I, I saw on his uh the stuff on social media it looked like he was a pitcher to me, yeah, but I yeah. didn't confirm that.
2: Um yeah it looks like he plays both but uh Looky out here. of Arlington, Texas plays for the Midland uh, Redskins on his seventeen U travel national team. So uh another Bouchelle.
1: I like that. I like when we get uh you know um
2: legacy names like that. Mm-hmm, That's fun. Mm-hmm. Uh that's the one uh when they announce him everybody can go
0: boo yeah, that's
2: right. And it's okay. It's all right for the home crowd. That's perfectly fine. Uh does the radio crew get Jordan apparel? Yeah. Well, jump man, yeah. I mean we're all Yeah. Yeah. Look, they're spoiled. We are. They are. They take care of us. Uh it's edible. But it's not good because it's orange.
1: Oh, pimento cheese. Pimento cheese. Okay.
2: TJ put it on a club cracker. It's delicious. Uh, I went Ritz cracker, so similar, but we'll give it a shot. I prefer the Ritz over the club. How about you? Um, I like both. Depends on what you're talking about. I'm not
1: turning down a club cracker. Don't get me wrong, right, but right. I prefer the Ritz over the club.
2: Hmm, which one do I prefer? I think I prefer the club. Didn't the elves make the club? Yes, the club is made by uh, the who, elves. I don't know who makes the Ritz. Uh just the Ritz factory. Just the factory? Yeah. Good morning guys, Boomer sooner, hi some sucks. <laughs> Thank you. A uh, big one tonight. We got
1: the uh, uh we got the Power of Veto tonight. That is correct. The Power of Veto to is sure tonight. Heism I am completely safe. Play.
2: Because uh my uh alliance it's got my back this I week. I feel like even if he does play, he's going to throw it because he's afraid of I'm too powerful. Know, I've won too much. too much, and I cannot win again, so I shall right.
1: not. <laughs> that's right. I shall not. So are we my longer? Doc- are- my- Chloe watches this with us, and she goes, what does he do? Like, for a job? I was like, I think he's a doctor.
2: Yeah, I think that's right. And a
1: burlesque dancer. And she was like, huh. Like, what a combination. <laughs> Doctor by day, male burlesque dancer
2: by night. Uh, So, are we no longer drinking Kool-Aid? The brew is better anyway. Boomer! What were we drinking the Kool-Aid that about? That I came in about. right at the end of the six
1: o'clock hour. We were, we were talking. We were talking Kool-Aid McKinstry. I don't know from Alabama. I mean, in maybe, there? maybe the brew is better anyway. Brew McCoy.
2: I don't know. I'm lost yeah, on that. One. The uh, Schooner Brew is. Uh, by the way, they had a big display, giant display oh. at Crest last night. So maybe that's what they're talking. I about.
1: I saw somebody uh, hit you on social media about that. Did you pick up your? Uh, Six pack, or whatever? I'm
2: going to uh, for this weekend, but I did not last night. I was just running in for the pimento cheese, and I thought the pimento. <laughs> Is that cheese, all you got? The pimento cheese and rich crackers look bad enough. than if I set another six pack of schooner beer on this counter too, so I better just go pimento cheese. Do for you self check out at a grocery store? Um, only like that when I have like one or two items. But if what if I, you've got like uh produce? If I have produce, I'm always going through the register at Crest, uh, the uh, checker, uh, cashier. You know
1: what? This is a change. Like in the last month, I have taken the next step as a grocery shopper, and I can now self-check my own produce. <laughs> well, I can do it. I just don't I prefer I figured it to. out. I, not only have I figured it out, I enjoy it.
2: So, yeah, I feel like I'm advanced now. I now ahead, sit and judge more. whoever's checking me out uh, because, you know, back in the day, i yeah. was the uh, fastest cashier at homeland in all of the lands i was super quick and now i watch them now and i'm like Pfft, you couldn't." Hang my wife
1: does me. that too because she in her uh high school and college days w- worked many years actually at a grocery store and so if she sees somebody packing a bag the wrong mm-hmm, way mm-hmm. she's you know,
2: I can see her watching with a judgy I eye. I do the same. I do the same. It's still in the blood. I believe they put that in the same. <laughs> way. Let's hear your guys' impersonation of each other. Boomer Sooner. Um, I can't okay. really do
1: a Toby Roland. Uh, let's see. Um, I love Eric Church in Alabama. <laughs> I'm TJ Perry. I'm going to the lake this weekend. Because I love the lake and our <laughs> church. And scene. <laughs> How was that? That was dead Ter- on. I'll tell you that terrible. About, Dead on. We need a break. When we come back live to Tuscaloosa, Alabama,
0: we're talking <laughs> to Chris Stewart about the tide back after this. The T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you every day by the Riverwind Casino and Hotel, OKC's number one gaming destination. The one for entertainment, the one for games, the one for fun. Riverwind Casino, simply the best. Ten days to kick off and we're talking Alabama football today.
1: Always great to have Chris Stewart on with us. Kind of Mr. Everything in Tuscaloosa and uh he joins us live now chris good morning how are you today
3: toby i'm great man i appreciate it hope you're doing uh, well too
1: uh we're doing good it's almost time to uh you know nose to the yeah. grindstone and get after football it's, season here, so.
3: for you and i for you and i the snowball starts down the hill and there's no stopping it we know that's how exactly that goes right.
1: that's exactly it's fun though that's exactly right. It is. Um, Okay, so obviously question number one for Alabama is the same for everybody uh, who's going to play quarterback. So what's the latest you're hearing coming out of fall camp?
3: You know, no change in that it's still to be determined. Uh, There's probably one guy that knows, maybe two, but they're not talking to me. And uh, I'm going to, you know, Jalen Milrow is the guy that took snaps first in the two public, we're well, not really public scrimmages, but the two main scrimmages that took place um, before we get into the season. And they're, they're working closer to game week mode with MTSU, but uh, they've, they've held their last in stadium scrimmage uh, before the opener next weekend. And then uh, it's my guess would be Milro. That's all it is, is a guess. Uh, but they really like Ty Simpson as well, and um, you know, while Tyler Buckner, the, the Notre Dame transfer, gives you some um, some veteran play, you got Dylan Launergan, who's a freshman who also uh, has had some good moments as well. There's the question at Alabama is really not a question of do you have a quarterback because there's plenty of talent there. They just haven't had anybody grab it by the throat yet and, and make it theirs. But I've got a feeling that Milro is going to get the first opportunity to do that with experience, playmaking ability, and from what I understand, the decision-making is getting better within practice as well. Great kid. Uh, had a chance to be around him a little bit this summer briefly uh, at an event or two. And really, really uh, good person. Who I think has the attributes you're looking for. He's just got to learn how to make sure the big play is not a problem. He's got to make sure he doesn't make the big play for the other team.
1: We saw him a little bit last year. Incredible yeah. athlete, obviously, right? But when you look at his skill set, I guess the question is: compare and contrast Jalen Milrow, Ty Simpson, Tyler Buckner. Like, what do each of them do well? How do they compare to each other? Yeah.
3: You know, I'm not sure I can give you a, enough on Buckner, to be honest with you. But as far as Simpson and in, in the Simpson-Milrow comparison there, I will say that Simpson's a better athlete that he gets credit for. Uh, he's the guy that, that's looked at as a dual threat as well. But not as explosive, maybe, as Milrow running it or throwing it. But that doesn't mean that he's not, you know, high D1 high level D1 able to do the job in a in a great fashion he's he's probably I'm not going to say it's cuz it sounds unfair and it sounds like a shot to say dink and dunk kind of guy he will take a lot more of the underneath stuff uh, at least from what i've seen in limited limited eyeballs on on things uh that's not all bad because alabama's obviously got playmakers and it's both in the backfield and at, at wide receiver. And so that's going to be, uh, like I said, Toby, it's going to be more of what we've seen in the past with Alabama, the better teams historically during the this previous 16 years under Nick Saban. They're going to be really salty on defense. They're going to be really fast and tough and deep on defense. They're going to be able to run it effectively, power gain when they want to, um, or should be able to, I'll put it that way, with a with a with uh, probably a better offensive line collectively and more of those type running backs than we've seen in a couple of years. But also, I think they're going to be able to get it done at the quarterback position as well. It goes back to what I've already said, though. Don't help the other side. Don't make mistakes at the quarterback position because I think everything else is going to look really good for Alabama. Play great
1: defense and lean on Jace McClellan and that big offensive line and, and the run game and and maybe yes. a, a mobile quarterback to add to that uh, as well. Yeah. yeah, that's been a winning formula for sure. It,
3: it, it's pretty effective, and, uh, you know, I think Nick Saban's getting – you know, he's – part of what's made him – great is the ability to adapt without changing who he is, you know, yeah. to, to not get away from really who he is, but bring in what like he did with Lane Kiffin and get some new ideas and maybe a little bit different way. And then from there, uh, you know, more of the no huddle and, uh, is a hurry up all that stuff that, frankly didn't seem much like Nick Saban in the early days of his tenure at Alabama, the early years of his tenure. But it's been among the list of things. It's been amazing to watch with him and the success is like I said, the ability to not change who he is and yet still adapt to what the times are. He is, he's managed to change. There's a lot of talk around here as you, you well understand coach Bryant his time his era which was historically great as well but you remember that he transitioned from the 60s early 70s the I set and then then went to the wishbone but it took a couple of years to get to that Nick Saban changed the tire while the car was still moving <laughs> and never missed a beat and that's that's that to me was one of the most amazing things to watch
1: that's a great analogy all right, so when you're evaluating this Alabama team going into the season, yeah, you know you got no Bryce Young, you got no Will Anderson, no nobody out there doubts that there are stars on this Alabama yeah. team. But with the way they recruit, they got five stars everywhere. We know that by midway through the season, we're going to be talking about seven of these guys being first round draft picks. But right. we don't know who they are yet, other than kool-aid mckinstry who's got the coolest name in the world so you tell me who's going to emerge off of this team offense and or defense who you think by midway through the season we're all going to be talking about
3: look you're already talking about dallas turner so that may be uh that may be a an easy answer and a cop out but i'm going to go with it because i just think you know, he has been in the spotlight to a degree right, exactly. Excuse me, in the shadows. Yeah. Yeah. In the shadows, I'll say slightly of, of Will Anderson. And I think with him being the guy that he's going to really shine. Now, here's the, here's part of the problem that can come with that. When you've got Will Anderson and people are focusing on him as much, it opens up opportunities. Now, if there's a double team situation, you know they're keying on a, on one guy that we say, offensively we can't allow this guy to wreck what we do. That now becomes Dallas Turner, and do they as best you can minimize? My belief is though, it's going to be really tough to minimize him, no matter what you do. So I think I think on that side, that's going to be a big key. It's tough for me to really say on offense because. I think what they're going to be collectively at running back will be the strength of that. You look, in, other than Derrick Henry, who was a freak of nature and maybe unnatural things as well, I mean, just ridiculous that you would think of handing the ball to somebody 46 times in a game, and that's opposite completely of what Nick Saban likes to do. But the guy got... This man who looked like a Clydesdale horse got stronger the more you gave it to him and beat people down the more you gave it to him. So it made sense because he was more dangerous in carries 35 through 45 maybe than he was in carries 5 through 15. So that he's, he's the anomaly. He's the one thing you take out. But everybody else that Nick Saban has had, by and large, <laughs> Not completely by committee. I'm going to go to Coach Bryant again. It's not the old wishbone where you're, you know, you're running seven running backs out there, and and uh, because they're all good, and you're 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 wearing them down that way. But he's always had two, three guys that he could mix it up with that were very good, very effective, and it's why they were so good running the the ball late in the year, most seasons, as they were in the front of the, the year because they still had fresh legs and it's why guys are able to do stuff in the league because they're able to still have legs once they get there so uh i think that position group in offensively is something that's going to be really really fun to watch
1: one more quick question we'll let you go chris chris stewart from alabama joining us talking crimson tide football schedule's tough it's an sec schedule but it looks to me like you got the toughest games at home anyway. So what's the one most dangerous game that you see out there uh, on the schedule this year?
3: Obviously, uh, your friend and ours uh, in Orange coming the, the second week will be, mm-hmm. I think, a big game from a now national don't you, standpoint. Don't you,
1: Chris, don't you ever call Texas our friend again. All right, I that's, admit that's,
3: it. I meant it sarcastically. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. we You're walking we've, a very thin to, rope uh, right now. Yeah. To, we've, we've learned to love them about as much as y'all do <laughs> uh, over the years. That, that's why I say, you know, not only do we have the similar colors, but the enemy of my enemy is my friend. That's right. And that's why I think uh, Bama Bama and uh, Sooner Nation are, are in lockstep in Please that regard. Please pummel them. That, Please pummel them this year.
1: It, it, it was unbearable yeah. last year that they even got close to you guys. So.
3: Well, I understand it. We we did the same thing with the Aggies, which takes me to to the game that I will say in league because of the fact that it's there. Uh, it's just tough to read what in the heck a Jimbo Fisher team is going to be, mm-hmm. which is uh, <laughs> obviously of great consternation for uh, for their fan base, which we're fine with as well, but also. Um, I, I think for the opposition because you really don't know what to expect with them but i do think that that going there and in playing them in college station is just extremely dangerous anytime but I, I do think that will be a that's going to be an obvious challenge there there's a couple of things uh, you know look South Florida in week three is not a game that i've by any stretch think Alabama will be an underdog, or nor should they be. But you play that in Tampa the week after the Texas game, I think that will be a a Nick Saban special in that he will be ripped snorting after the Texas game regardless of how it goes because he'll want them locked in and focused on a team that doesn't have the same name and doesn't want guys acting like it's a beach trip or something like that. Uh, but after you go College Station, I mean, you got Tennessee back at home at the, uh, the third Saturday in October. LSU is always interesting. And then when you go to Auburn, it doesn't matter who they are or what they are, something about playing down there, the goofiest of things can happen, which, unfortunately, we have uh, seen and will forever live in Iron Bowl lore, uh, sadly. But it's, there are potholes on the schedule, but the thing is I like – I like who Alabama is going into each and every one of those ball games, and you take your chances with, with who you are if, if the team's got as much talent as this one will have. A
1: lot of things to look forward to about Oklahoma going to the SEC. One of them is I get to uh, hang out with Chris Stewart more often. Looking now. forward to that, brother. One yeah, of the same all-time time. great guys.
3: Chris, uh,
1: hope you get to come to Norman next year and have a great season this year.
3: Buddy, I appreciate it. Same to you. Take care. See you, Thank you,
1: All right. Chris Stewart with Alabama. Um, I, I, I asked him off the air about Eli, and I think it might still be up in the air a little bit, but I think there's a chance Eli Gold is back in the booth for them this season. We certainly hope that that's the case for the Alabama legendary play-by-play voice. All right, we'll take a break. Everybody take a deep breath. TJ will make the walk to the refrigerator during this commercial break. And for the first time in 40 years, he will try pimento
0: cheese on the other side. Back after this. The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. Like uh, Carol's Kitchen, they have these... uh, these Pancakes. It's Oreo pancakes. Oh, yeah. No, let me tell y'all something. Let me tell y'all something. <laughs> These Oreo pancakes, it's like two pancakes. Got Oreos on top, whatever. whatever. And in the middle is just straight cookie crumble with... Yeah. Yeah, all got me over here sweat. <laughs>
1: Say beyond bird after practice this week. <laughs> I talking thought he was about... <laughs> doing a Toby
2: Rowland impersonation.
1: <laughs> He's over 300 pounds now. They've been trying to get him to bulk up, and he's up to 3.05, reportedly. And they've been asking him how, and a- apparently uh, Oreo Pancakes, TJ, has helped get him over three bills. You should see the grin on his face when he's talking about these Oreo Pancakes. He is happy as a lark.
2: Speaking the media's love language as he's talking That's to exactly them. exactly right.
1: <laughs> All right. Um, boy. I got to tell you, you just posted a picture of your pimento cheese there, and it looks fantastic. <laughs> what a what a art, art artful photograph TJ's Thank just posted on you. the uh, soundboard there, the control board at the Ref Studios. He's got crackers and pimento cheese. You can see the knobs and the dials and everything, and that photograph might win you a macaroni. Forget the segment, but. How'd this start?
2: Um, Oh, the Chick-fil-A sandwich. Oh, that's right, yeah. Chick-fil-A's got a new sandwich
1: coming out that has pimento cheese on it. We talked about that Monday, maybe. Maybe it was Friday of last week. I don't remember. But it has started a national debate over pimento cheese. We put it out for a radio vote. It was a very close radio vote uh 53% of you say that pimento cheese is delicious 47% of you said it's terrible TJ hates it but he admittedly hasn't had it since he was about 10 years old so bravely and for the sake of good radio content he has agreed <laughs> I don't to even not only know if it's that he has agreed to not only try it again, but he went and bought it, like at his own personal expense. I guess you could turn in the receipt teach. I'm huh, sure the vineyard thought would about reimburse that. you I for uh, that this work related expense. What are you gonna let's say you try the pimento cheese and you love it? Okay, let's just say you love it. Can you take it home? And eat it? Will your wife allow it, or no?
2: Oh, yeah. She eats gross stuff all the time that I don't like. She's always okay. got hummus in the fridge and stuff like that, so why can't I have some pimento cheese?
1: All right, fair enough.
2: This uh, but, Crest brand was the one recommended to me the most on the text line yesterday. Mm-hmm. It looks like it's just shredded cheese mixed with some stuff.
1: Well, so, well I mean, that's put pimento I, cheese I know is. it is,
2: but typically it's uh, not shredded like this. So,
1: um, Let's say you hate it. Yeah? What will you do with the pimento cheese? Will you put it back in the in the, the, the station fridge and offer it up to the masses? Or what uh, sure. To... Yeah,
2: no, I'm not gonna throw it I out. I know there are people right here. The there are people here that would probably enjoy it. So I will just put the lid back on and put it back in the fridge for them. Sure.
1: Mike Steely's sixty now. He'd probably
2: like it <laughs> without a doubt. He probably would. Yeah.
1: All right. So, what's the plan here?
2: Well, I uh, just put some on a Ritz cracker and I'm. Just gonna, a good, good how, amount. How good, much
1: did you put on there?
2: Like a good spoonful. Like there's uh-huh. a good, good bit of a, a pimento cheese on the cracker. Are you gonna
1: eat the whole cracker at once? Yes. Yeah. Okay. The, so, the whole cracker at once. <laughs> I would like to hear the chewing of the cracker. Okay. okay. You can chew <laughs> Nothing, under the microphone.
2: Uh, Sean and some other people out there love more than someone eating on air. So, yeah.
1: Do you have a, a beverage?
2: Uh, I've got water here. I've got my coffee here. Let me uh, cleanse the palate with some water. I don't think coffee. Yeah, I'm not gonna drink the coffee. I'm gonna yeah. drink some water here. <sighs> that's okay. Gross. All right.
1: Okay. So, I recommend uh, eating the cracker, chewing it.
2: Well, typically, that's maybe how you take eat a drink. Yes.
1: Maybe take a drink then to cleanse the palate. Cause I want you. To, I, I want you to think about it for a second. Okay. Okay. And then either render your verdict or maybe you'll need another cracker just to make sure, you know what i mean? Sometimes one isn't enough to render a verdict. Sometimes That's you gotta True. That's true. Yeah, sometimes you gotta go back for more. So Okay. Um I'm ready if you're ready, TJ. I'm ready. Hang on just a man, second. I'm so nervous um, over Are you nervous cheese. right now? I just what are got you nervous?
2: Feeling? Nerves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah I, I guess that describes it. Like though. this is an important endeavor or something. Oh man. What's wrong? I just dropped it but I caught it. <laughs> I got it. It's good.
1: Okay, ladies and All gentlemen, right. for the first time since the Reagan administration, TJ Perry to try pimento cheese. All right, here we go. Mm. You definitely hear the chewing. Not much of a immediate reaction. Now, he's drinking the wine. Now, don't say anything yet. Okay. Do you need another cracker? I need another one. Hold on, I need another okay. one. Okay, he needs another cracker to be able to render a verdict. Tell me when you're ready to uh, consume I'm the second way. cracker. I'm way. Go ahead and get a drink when you're done with that one. Give me a drink. I would say that that's an encouraging, potentially anyway, encouraging uh, sign that he went in for a hold second
2: Hold on, hold on. I'm cracker. going non-cracker now, just off a spoon.
1: Oh, hang on a second. You're going with more pimento cheese?
2: I don't want the cracker to uh, overpower anything here. Oh, I
1: understand. All right. Oh, this is, This is an unexpected development that he has now gone for a third helping of the pimento cheese.
2: Okay, I'm ready.
1: Have you cleansed your palate? I
2: have. Yeah, I just took another drink.
1: You feel (sighs) confident that you're ready to render a verdict? I I am. Go ahead.
2: I don't know if it's the Crest brand or what, but that's some dadgum good stuff right there. (laughs)
0: Oh
2: my heavens. Wow. That does not taste like what I remember wow. pimento cheese tasting like. Ho, 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 ho. Like, really good. Like, what an upset.
0: Start spreading the news. Wow.
2: wow. I'm in shock a little bit right now. Like, big up, big up. the big crisp big pimento here. cheese that people recommended is really good. Man. but doesn't taste like pimento that I remember as a child. Unbelievable development. You love it. I really enjoyed that and the. It's not cracker just really set it off. you love it. I really liked it. I don't know if I go love. it's pretty good. This game is oh, I'm gonna put it back slow. in the fridge in a minute. Uh, rest of the station. stay out of my pimento cheese. <laughs> Unbelievable. Oh, I can hear them
1: right now in Vegas going crazy because the odds were heavily against you liking the pimento cheese. And some people just got bank. I was like six to one odds that you would love it. My wife was texting what
2: is happening right now.
1: Do you want another cracker right now? Do you want another uh, pimento cheese cracker I actually do want to keep eating it, but I'm not going to
2: on air. No, no, no.
1: No, We're going to commercial break. As we go to break, get yourself another pimento cheese cracker. cracker. And historic segment here on the T-Row in the morning show. Spreading it on the cracker. After 40 years apart, T.J. Perry and pimento cheese Mm. reunited today, Mm. and it feels so good.
0: That gum, that's good. 7.49. We'll be back. Somebody get my trip to Cancun because this one's over. Bleed Crimson? Love great Sooner talk? Join the Ref Army by downloading our free app. Toby and TJ, Plank and Josh, Steelman and Thune, and Teddy and Tyler. We have the Sooner experts. The Ref is home to Sooner fans worldwide. (laughs) The world is stunned right now. They're completely
2: in shock. My phone is blowing up. Twitter world's blowing up. Pimento cheese has completely taken over the state. This hour brought remember, to you by Black Thunder Do you remember Ruffey. how
1: you felt the morning after, when you, when you <laughs> woke up and you heard that Buster Douglas had
2: knocked out Mike Tyson? Uh, I didn't have to wake up. I remember watching it. it uh, we did not have HBO. We couldn't afford it. But remember back in the day, it, would, it, it was just scrambled. But you could watch it and have the audio. So I watched it scrambled, uh, all uh, wavy. That's how I feel right now. Which is what I I try to do late at night on Cinemax too, and be like, "Mm, "That might be, yeah, it looks like it, yeah." So
1: one of the great upsets in radio history just uh, took place. Man, wow!
2: I'm in a little bit of shock right now. My wife's gonna have to go to marriage counseling. Yeah, she's in shock, and she's like, "Well, maybe I need to give this a try." When's the last time? Katie Perry tried pimento cheese. She said I need to try the Crest brand. She said she had had it not too long ago somewhere for whatever reason. I don't know what it was, but um it hasn't been as long for her. So
1: now that you're back in the uh fold, you know uh, who has pimento cheese that slaps?
2: <laughs> back in the fold. I was never in the fold, so I just Red Rock. Uh really?
1: Yeah. They got an appetizer that has pimento cheese. It's unbelievable. Yeah.
2: Hmm. I don't know if I'm willing to, uh, ready to like take the big step to other things like that. A uh, Ritz no. cracker is fine at this point. You found the one you love. I found. So, uh, found one what are people delicious. saying out there, Teach? Uh, a lot of memes. A lot of he likes it. Uh, a lot of people screaming no. Uh, got some text saying that uh, someone saying my wife is. Needing to make you some of her grandma's pimento cheese from her grandma's recipe. Mm-hmm. Um, excitement! There are a lot of excited people. <laughs> Welcome to the club. You've got to share. Please stop making groaning noise, which is when you eat.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and I haven't
2: even checked the text line yet. So um, that's just on Twitter. That's just on Twitter and my on phone. X. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. All right. X. Sorry. We don't want to get sued here. Um, a, I got a call off the air that said Toby called the eating of food like it was the Masters. You went low tone. <laughs> it mm-hmm. was <laughs> very exciting, I think, for you to call that. Right. Um, probably should yeah. have been live in studio, but versus I got to challenge my play by play versatility every once in a yes. while. So uh, there's some votes here I'm seeing on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line for Brahms Pimento Cheese over Crest. I'm being sent all kinds of links to recipes here. Um, There Travis are a Davidson. lot of excited people that I enjoyed the, uh, <laughs> the pimento cheese
1: yeah. Oh, people are high-fiving each uh, other Brooke All says I like city. it
2: because Crest doesn't have the mushy cheese like others It's the best And that's what I was saying It was more like grated cheese So
1: I heard from the uh, Oklahoma Highway Patrol during that commercial break <laughs> Did you? So many people pulled over during that segment to hear you <laughs> eat pimento cheese that it or to, caused or to vomit. traffic jams all over the cities, Tulsa and Oklahoma City. So people back. Come on, people get back on the roads.
2: Bosses, Uh, your employees may be late this morning. It's my right. fault. Please excuse them for their tardiness.
1: Travis Davidson said it ain't the brand. It's the fact you have adult taste buds now. Yeah, it's the maybe so. That's what I said. You know, my my,
2: taste buds change over the years, so maybe so.
1: Top of the hour break. Next hour won't be as good as this hour, but we'll try to do something. Back after this.